If you listened to yesterday's show, I've got bad news for you. Yes, that's right. The light over my left shoulder here that was lit orange and dimly lit as the Giants' playoff hopes were fading, it went out as I was sitting here getting ready to record. And so, is it an omen? Is it a bad sign? Maybe not, because the Giants are not technically eliminated or anything close to it at this point. But, man, are they in trouble. You are Locked On Giants, your daily San Francisco Giants podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Giants, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. My name is Ben Kaspik, and on the show, we provide daily episodes Monday through Friday, talking about the San Francisco Giants in a way that's data-driven and rational, but also simple, passionate, and accessible to all. I'm a former contributor for the baseball statistics and analysis websites Beyond the Box Score and Rotographs. I've been podcasting about the Giants since 2015, and I'm a lifelong fan. Thank you for making Lockdown Giants your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts, including YouTube. Check us out there where you can see my light has gone out, sadly, or wherever you get your podcasts. And please hit that subscribe button as well. Also, swing for the fences on Sleeper Picks, and you could win up to 100 times your money. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details currently operational in over 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. And speaking of Sleeper, the Giants offense. My goodness. My goodness. We got into it yesterday. We're going to get into it again today. Something I kind of meant to do yesterday, but man, the ranting and raving. I highly encourage you to check out yesterday's show. I think it was I think it was a good one. I don't normally I'm not trying to like brag, but I think it was a good combination of like straightforward, honest, blunt, but also like finding some dark humor in it all. And so we're going to attempt to continue that today, except what I want to do is go deeper and not just look at the overall team performance, but look at some individual players. Like when we talk about the offense has collapsed, I want to see who specifically, because we pretty much know it's everybody, but like what were their numbers before and what have they been since this magical, and by magical, I mean the opposite of magical, like since this horrendous day of June 25th, when the offense decided to completely disappear for the last 61 games, when they have been basically the worst offensive team in baseball. You could make a case that the Rockies are the worst by maybe a fraction, which part of the reason that maybe there's a glimmer of hope, despite this bad omen of my light going out is that the rock uh, the giants play the rockies seven times in the next like week plus like they've got three against the rockies at home coming up right after this cub series and then they've got four against the rockies on the road and so not all hope is lost but we will get into why things have gotten you know yesterday 
after the loss, things got even worse because of the other teams around them. But without further delay, let me just jump jump right in and remind you that uh, the Giants overall were uh, one of the better teams offensively and overall as a as a, a position player group through the first nearly half of the season, 47.5%, 77 games. They had a 107-weighted run to credit plus, 7% above average offense, which ranked 7th in baseball, just a tick below the Dodgers, who are at 109, two ticks. By wins above replacement, which factors in defense and base running as well, they were fourth best in Major League Baseball. And we're, we're talking about halfway through the season. And here we are now. Since that point, they've been horrible. Horrible as a position player group. We're also going to look at the pitchers later on today. But just to kind of cross compare what individual players have done since that time, the leader in wins above replacement for that first 47.5% of the season was Tyro Estrada at 2.7. And so he got injured like very shortly after that date. And so that definitely contributed to some of the start of the collapse. Uh, The replacements for Estrada just did not do well at all. In Casey Schmidt and Brett Wisely, they were just like, frankly, dreadful as replacements for Estrada. And... So, yeah, Uh, but also like I was talking a lot in the first half of the season, like right around June 25th, all these numbers are through June 24th, and then the bad started on June 25th. But through June 24th, I was, you know, beating the drum on Lamont Wade Jr. and J.D. Davis deserved to be at the All-Star game, and they did. Lamont Wade Jr. had a 148 weighted runs created plus, 48% above average offense. Imagine that. J.D. Davis, a 127 weighted runs created plus. Imagine that with good defense at third base. Patrick Bailey at that point had only played, uh, he only had 103 plate appearances, but he had a 145 weighted runs created plus. Yastrzemski about 20% above average. By the way, these numbers are all set so that 100 is average. So if you're at 148, like as, like Lamont was, that means 48% above average. And Jock Peterson was at 145. Michael Conforto a little disappointing at 111, but, it, it, you know, like across the board, good offense. And also... They've consistently been a pretty good defensive team. Some of it has kind of unwound a little bit recently. Maybe more Jock Peterson and left has contributed to that. But defense is one of the things that has saved them because based on the numbers, they sh- they could be a lot worse if we were just looking at the offense and as we'll see the pitching. But let's just go quickly to... What have they done the last 38% of the season since that first, like immediately following the numbers I just gave you, what have they done since in uh, 61 games? Well, Wilmer Flores is like 
on his own different planet than the rest of this team. Like, I don't know what he's eating or doing or what, but everybody should just do what he's doing because he alone, I mean, he's got a, he's got a 159 weighted runs created plus during this historic offensive slump that the Giants have been in. And that's about that's about it. We could wrap that up if we're just trying to talk about good performers over the last 61 games. You've got Patrick Bailey providing good defense, and that's that matters, but at the plate, what did I say in the first um in his first 100 or so plate appearances, 45% above average. In his last 200 plate appearances, 34% below average offensively, a 66 weighted runs created plus. Estrada, 76 weighted runs created plus. Yastrzemski, 74. Slater, 73. I'm just trying to look at guys who have played a significant amount. Hanniger hasn't played a significant amount a significant amount since coming back, but 16 plate appearances, negative 17 weighted runs created plus. J.D. Davis, he's played a lot. 65 weighted runs created plus compared to 127. So we're just talking huge drop-offs here. Jock Peterson, what did I say he was at in the first half of the season? 145, 45% above average. That is exactly what I said. What has he been since? Uh, 18% below average. The dude's hitting 210, 319 on base, 338 slugging. Brandon Crawford, 25 weighted runs created plus, 75% below average. Lamont Wade, 63 weighted runs created plus, about 40% below average. Casey Schmidt had an 18 weighted runs created plus, about 82% below average. It is just insane what I'm looking at with my eyes right now. I, I can't believe it. But there's 24 games left. And they're just they just simply have to play better like starting right now. They don't they can't play like this anymore or they're going home. And a lot of you may think that's just a foregone conclusion. I'm an optimist, but even as an optimist, do I sound optimistic right now? As I said, the light went out and I didn't replace the batteries. I could have. I have batteries. But I thought the symbolism was appropriate. It was dim yesterday and it's gone out today. So coming up in just a minute, we are going to also look at the role of pitching and defense in all of this. Like, has it played a role? Has, has the pitching been great and it's just the offense or what? We don't talk about it much because the hitting has been so bad. But before we get into it, I want you to know that today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Your fantasy baseball team may be out of it. I know some of mine are. But there's a great way to continue playing fantasy and maybe even make up for lost seasons with Sleeper's daily fantasy picks. The MLB playoffs are around the corner, which means that the clock is ticking on your chance to win 100 times your cash on daily fantasy baseball. Baseball has never been more exciting unless you're a Giants fan. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Unless you're a Giants fan uh, than it is right now with studs like Acuna, Betts, and Otani, none of whom 
remotely on the Giants. You just pick more or less on stats for these stars or Giants. If you want to say, hey, look, any pitcher pitching against the Giants, I'm going to hit more on the strikeout total. Like I'm looking at the app right now. It's a great app. And it's there's what I love is that there's you can look at like any player Estrada, Flores, Peterson, Bailey, Estremsky, or the Cubs. You look at Kyle Hendricks, the starter. And for Hendricks, you can look at strikeouts, earned runs, hits, walks, whatever. So many different stats. And you just simply hit more or less. And there's a different kind of odds associated with each. And you can make those picks and have a lot of fun. Use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get a uh, excuse me, up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Okay, here we go. As promised, man, my di- my faded light is so sad. Nor I just like it to be bright orange, but there it is, dead, colorless, much like the Giants' offense. <sighs> Thanks again for making Lockdown Giants your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow. We're going to be breaking down a Giants win over the Cubs as they face Kyle Hendricks in Chicago. And Kyle Hendricks, I vividly remember the last time he pitched against the Giants. May have been like his first or second start back from some major surgery where he missed like two years. And he just pitched a gem. Absolute gem. But this time they're going to get to him and we'll be talking about it tomorrow. Uh, Ryan Walker, thrilling starting pitcher going for the Giants. Although, I mean, dude has a 2.16 ERA. Probably Sean Manaya or Alex Wood to follow, to be featured. Uh, Giants play the Cubs at 440 Pacific. You can catch every pitch of the Giants' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app search Giants. So... I, I hope that I kind of did a good job of showing you how, man, they were good. Like, eat all these individual players. Like, I was saying, as, like, yeah, they're not going to make it because the West you know, East Coast bias and blah, blah, blah. But J.D. Davis and Tyro, not Tyro, uh, Lamont, like, are all-star worthy for sure. Well, they certainly have not been since. They've been, like, atrocious. And... It's just shocking. Like you don't see I like to do stats and research and stuff, but I don't I don't quite know. Like I don't do SQL and all that and where you can find like the last time we saw something like this. I think it's kind of historic if if we found the right data to see like what they were and then what they've become and how often does that happen? How often has it happened to the Giants? This might be the worst ever in my opinion, just by watching it to see where they were to where they are now. And we'll see how the last 24 games go because when it's all said and done, that first 47.5% will be less than half of the season. So the last 24 games can have an impact. And the beauty of baseball is that things can change on a dime and struggling teams can just suddenly get hot. And that unfortunately is the position the Giants are in is that they need that to happen. They don't have the luxury of not playing well. But sometimes when your back's against the wall, that's actually when you play your best. Sometimes. Or you just crumble. You start thinking about Cabo or whatever. 
So, pitching, defense. The defense, like, quietly has been a huge reason why the Giants are, I mean, we're talking about this like we're talking about a funeral. But in reality, the Giants are two games over 500, although their run differential is negative 10. And I think that the numbers, like the 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 offensive numbers, the pitching numbers kind of match up with a team that's a little bit worse than average. And the run differential backs that up. So probably they're fortunate to be two games over as opposed to two games under or so, which is just so disappointing. So disappointing after last year. We'll see how it all shakes out, but and I'll save my analysis until then of the season at large because we'll see. Who knows? Maybe they get hot and make the playoffs and then things change. But the pitching and the defense, I'm trying I have so many tabs open because there's so much I want to tell you, but the overall pitching performance on the season by wins above replacement, fan graphs, different sources, I feel like Everybody needs to know this. Fan graphs and baseball reference and whoever else. War is not a stat that is like the same as home runs where it's just totally objective. And it's like the ball went over the fence. It's a homer. War is like a calculation that is made up by these sources. Not made up, but like put together. And so it's not the same for every individual source. So you must cite the source when you're citing war. Even on TV, they don't. And it's like, whose war are you talking about? But for fan graphs, they use fielding independent pitching as the, instead of ERA, FIP, instead of ERA, in their war calculation for pitchers. So that's really significant to know. So you could have a great ERA, but a terrible FIP And your war is going to be bad, even though your actual run prevention has been good. But in the Giants case, their ERA and their FIP kind of match up. 397 season ERA, 395 FIP. And that gives them a wins above replacement of 11.7, which is 18th. And if we look at their overall offensive wins above replacement numbers for the, for the season, counting the good and the bad, they're 18th. And so that's what I'm saying when I say the minus 10 run differential sounds about right, a little below average. 18th with their position players, 18th with their pitchers. And frankly, that's just not good enough. And it's un, an unacceptable product five years into this regime. If you end up being 18th in both and especially missing the playoffs. So, uh, yeah, I mean, but that's the thing. War and FIP and all that. They also, Fangraphs also considers your home ballpark because putting up a ERA of three if you play for the Rockies is much better than putting up an ERA of three if you play for the Giants because of the extreme home ballpark factors. So like, even though their war is 18th as a pitching staff, their ERA is actually 10th, 10th best. So it's kind of like, which do you believe? I mean, you could say like, I kind of land on maybe your, uh, critis- your 
like um saying a little you're putting a little too much emphasis on the ballpark like helping the pitchers but maybe maybe they're not but maybe maybe I'd land on the pitching being somewhere between 10th and 18th which is right around in the middle you know 14th so their fielding independent pitching which again the war the war number is based on is fourth that's why it's shocking if you're fourth best in fielding independent pitching at 3.95 and you're and war their war calculation is based on FIP how are you 18th that kind of i think they're over way overdoing the park effect there it's not like the in- this is total innings by all their pitchers forget starters relievers blah 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 this is just pitchers in general so their total innings are not like wildly different than anybody else's so i don't i don't quite understand that 18th in war but fourth in fip which war is based on that doesn't make sense to me maybe that's an error but that's what it says um i didn't really want to dive into the individual pitchers that's such a complicated subject with all their starters and featured relievers and actual relievers but sometimes relievers who are actual relievers who start it's just confusing it is no longer simple it used to be you have your starters you have your relievers but that is just not the case especially with the giants so uh yeah i wanted to look i hope that i was just looking at the season totals oh my gosh i wasn't i was looking at I'm sorry, that whole thing I just said, actually, I was correct. That was the season numbers for the pitchers. But I want to look at, okay, for that first 47.5% when the hitting was good, where are the Giants? Well, by war, they were 20th, 7.1. But let me guess, their fielding independent pitching was great, even though the war is 20th. Loading, loading. Yeah, their war, their FIP was fifth. I don't get that. You're penalizing them too, way too much, in my opinion. Their ERA through those first 77 games was 10th. So that's similar to the season number. So I would expect that since June 25th, these numbers will be kind of the same. The pitching hasn't really changed like the offense has, is what I'm seeing. But by war, uh, since June 25th, they're 15th. What's crazy is the FIP is higher, though. It's 4.01. Let's see where that ranks. 4.01 ranks 6th. How does that make sense? They were like 3rd, and you had them 20th in war, but now their FIP since the 25th of June is 6th. And their war is fifteenth. I'm gonna. I, I don't. I'm. I'm not sure how to explain that exactly. Anyway, their ERA ha, uh, is ninth since June 25th. And so, what was it? Ninth since June 25th. ERA tenth before June 25th. And overall ERA is tenth. So consistent. About tenth in ERA. But you have to consider they do, in fact, play in a pitcher-friendly park. 
but I think it's not as pitcher friendly nearly as it used to be. And so maybe the, the kind of war stuff is off base and maybe they are like 10th and that it's really the fault of the offense, but the defense has, I just have to say, like, if you look at the season numbers for the giants defensively, they come in third, according to Fangraph's defensive runs above average, which takes into account a lot of different things, including positional adjustments. Basically, it's one of the better kind of all-encompassing defensive metrics you can look at, and they rank third. So it's a big reason they are not way worse than they could be. And that's funny because last year it was all about the defense and the defense being bad. So anyway, coming up in just a minute, Giants are at their lowest point playoff-wise, playoff odds-wise, since May. But I'm going to give you one reason why there's a glimmer of hope. So we'll get into it in just a minute. And before we do, all right, as promised, a glimmer of hope amidst the fading light that is the San Francisco Giants and my Locked on Giants sign that is normally a bright, brilliant Giants orange. Today, a dark, dull, gray, lifeless. I want to say light, but there is no light. So is that how we're feeling? Let me know in the comments below. Anyway, thanks again for making Locked on Giants your first listen every day. Uh, Coming up tomorrow... After the Giants whoop the Cubs today, uh, we will be breaking it down. And it's Kyle Hendricks against Ryan Walker. Kyle Hendricks is just such an annoying pitcher where he throws like 81 miles an hour and yet he makes it, he just makes it work with command and movement and mixing it up and all that. So the Giants are, it's the type of, I mean, they struggle against everyone right now. So who, you know, maybe someone who's a little different. I don't know. I don't know. I, searching for like, oh yeah, the Giants offense will be good today. It's I just can't do it. I can't do it. They play, <laughs> Giants play the Cubs at 440 Pacific. You can catch every pitch of the Giants hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app. Search Giants. And what you should, should not search for your own mental health purposes is the playoff odds on fan graphs and if you look at the graph and just the straight down the straight down trajectory that they've been on frankly for just the last four days this is what i said yesterday is that you know you won the first game in san diego and at that point you're looking at according to fan graphs two-thirds playoff odds 67 percent two-thirds you know of the time in the simulations, you're making it. And in the span of four days, because you lost all four, it's down to 36%. And that is the lowest point since roughly, it uh, looks like um, May 16th. So quite a while ago. And you know you don't want, you don't want that to be happening right towards the end of the season. Thankfully, there's 24 games left, but... Yeah, so the glimmer of hope, there's two things. Number one is the schedule, and it's kind of maybe unexpected because there's so much talk about the schedule being tough, but 
I mean, here's the thing. Baseball every day represents a new opportunity. And you've got two more games here against the Cubs. You have a chance still to win this series. Like, you have a chance. Even if it's unlikely, if you just win today and then you win tomorrow, you're going to be feeling a lot better and put yourself in a lot better position. Then you have an off day at home. And then there's a homestand with three against the Rockies, the worst team in the NL. And then the Guardians, who are below 500 themselves. Then you go to Colorado for four. And maybe that's where the bats finally wake up in Denver. And then there's the rest of the schedule, which is Arizona, LA, San Diego, LA. But, you know, you've two more games against the Cubs. Just buckle up and just strap it on and let's go and just try to win a freaking game. And then you play the Rockies and you got you have to take advantage. But the glimmer of hope was not just about the upcoming schedule. Just lastly here. Giants playoff odds, according to Fangraphs, like I said, 36.4% to be exact. So if we were to translate that into a batting average, that would be 364. How surprised are you when a 364 hitter gets a hit? In fact, you're the opposite of surprised. You're like, this guy's going to get a hit because this is the best hitter in the game. Luis Arise. Right? Remember him? The guy everyone was talking about in the beginning of the season? Will he hit 400? Well, no, he won't because he has fallen off as, of course, he would. But guess what his batting average is right now? 356. So the odds of the Giants making the playoffs, according to Fangraph's simulations, are greater than the odds of Luis Arise getting a hit in any given at bat. And so that's your glimmer of hope. No one's surprised at all when Arise gets a hit. So you shouldn't be surprised at all if the Giants do in fact pull it off and make the playoffs. But the simple fact is they just have to play better. And it has to happen in a hurry. They can't keep stinking or they're going to go home. Anyway, once again, I'm so glad I could help cheer you up today with Locked on Giants. Thanks again for making Locked on Giants your first listen every day. Every day or after the Giants, get to Kyle Hendricks and beat the Cubs. We'll be breaking it down tomorrow. Uh, the Giants play the Cubs at 440 Pacific, 440 Pacific. You can catch every pitch of the Giants' hometown Broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app Search Giants. Once again, my name is Ben Kaspik. Check me out on Twitter or X at Ben Kaspik, K-A-S-P-I-C-K. If you like this show, please consider rating it or leaving a review. It helps me out so much. So thank you in advance and thank you sincerely to everyone who's done so already. I can't wait to be with you again tomorrow. I really cannot. This sign is going to be lit after this win. So thanks again for listening. You are now Locked on Giants.